listening to On the Right Road. Get ready to experience extraordinary real-life inspiration and discover valuable tools to help kids find and travel the right road in school and in life. And now, here's your award-winning host, author, singer-songwriter, producer, humanitarian, and founder of Right Road Kids, it's Paula Phillips. Right Road! Hello, everyone, and welcome to On the Right Road. I'm your host, Paula Phillips, and as always, I've got something good and positive and wonderful to say and share with you all this evening. And first of all, I want to wish you all a happy, very belated New Year, 2021, and happy sixth anniversary of the On the Right Road radio show. It's been six years of sharing this special On the Right Road time with you all on Sundays, and what an absolute blessing and joy it's been in my life. I I just hope it's been an equally special blessing for each one of you amazing Right Road friends. Um, I actually needed to postpone this episode twice. First, because as many of you have heard by now, uh, my dad passed away a few days before this show was supposed to happen live in January. And the second time we postponed was due to the Super Bowl. But, you know, the delay has actually given me that much more time to make this show extra special for you. And actually, I don't think the timing of tonight's topic could be any more perfect with, uh, you know, the pandemic now going on a full year, so many COVID-related deaths, so many people unemployed and facing serious financial challenges, ongoing online learning and overall isolation for so many of our kids, the emotions and tensions that are absolutely swirling in our whole country politically, and just the overall uncertainty and anxiety surrounding each of our lives and our kids' lives in general right now because of everything. Um, You know, the number of young people with mental health disorders has more than doubled over the last decade. And then We have this whole past year of pandemic and isolation adding on top of that for kids and adults. It's like we're in this surreal time, you know, because our lives are hyper-connected through technology, but at the same time, we're really disconnected from each other in so many really important ways. And that human connection is just crucial in all of our lives. So that is is what we're going to focus on in a big way tonight, how to regain human connection, especially with this whole world situation as it is. I just feel that tonight is going to be so special and meaningful and important for all of us. So welcome to each and every one of you tuning in here with me. I'm so glad you're here with me. And speaking of connection, of course, you guys, I have tons of wonderful gifts and giveaways for you all this evening, all to help bring connection to your lives and to your students' lives. And as I've been doing lately to great response, if you listen all the way right up to the end of the show and hear the special bonus giveaway and instructions, you'll know how to enter for some added bonus gifts on top of all of tonight's other show giveaways. (laughs) And that opportunity right at the end will also include a way 
for every single one of you who have never received a Right Road gift before to receive one at the asking. Um, how awesome is that, right? So, and note, you guys, that I'll announce all the recipients from all of tonight's live and pre-show giveaways on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. So make sure to check for that huge recipient announcement post. Um, with the ongoing pandemic, there is still no way for us to know which teachers will actually be at their schools and which will be teaching from home during any given week right now. So we need to stay in home gift mailing mode throughout this whole school year. I wish we didn't, but we really do. So we'll be mailing all the gifts from tonight's show out to the recipients at their home addresses the week of March 8th. So they should arrive around mid-month. Now, you don't need to send us your home address now. Just make sure to check that recipient announcement post on Tuesday afternoon on our Right Road Kids Facebook page so you know how to respond to receive your gift if you're a recipient, okay? So here's tonight's first wonderful connection giveaway for y'all. It's open, of course, to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. And first, you know, I've got to do this. i got to mention our tonight's code word for tonight's show. It's the word connection. Perfect, right? So for any of you new to On the Right Road, here's how this works, okay? Each time... I share one of our giveaways tonight. It's going to pop up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page. So instead of waiting for them to come to your timeline, actually go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page. And each time I mention one, this first one hasn't come up yet because I haven't told all about it. As soon as I mention it, just refresh the page and it'll come right up there for you. Okay? And then in addition to the simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post, Make sure to also type in the word connection. That's tonight's um, code word. And that will officially enter you because that lets me know that you're officially listening. Okay. So for this first giveaway this evening, I have 10 30-count positive message friendship bracelet sets. They can be worn as bracelets or clipped onto things like backpacks. And they have awesome sayings like, friends are the best, you're the sweetest, amazing friends, and bold, brave, and awesome. They're really, really cool, and they just make me smile. And when I saw them, I thought they were so perfect to give, you know, as part of tonight's connection show. So there will be 10 recipients from this giveaway, and each will receive a 30-count set of the positive message bracelets. So to enter at 509 Pacific or 809 Eastern, it's going to pop right up on our Right Road Kids page. So refresh the page right at, at 9 after the hour. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. And remember to also type tonight's code word connection as part of your entry comment too, okay? This giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show, till 6.30 p.m. Pacific, 9.30 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 10 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Special thanks, you guys, to Lori Stinas and our Keller Williams real estate team and to Mo Anderson and her beautiful A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this giveaway possible. And as I think you know, you guys, this is just the first of the fantastic giveaways I'll have throughout the whole show for you tonight. So keep our Right Road Kids Facebook page close and ready. Just a quick note that if you're not listening live tonight, we're live Sunday, February 1st, 2021. Tonight's giveaways will, of course, be closed after that. And now I just looked, and it's it's 9 after the hour, so the giveaway should be up. So just refresh the page. And now, you guys, 
I am so excited to introduce you all to my wonderful guest this evening. He has been so patient and understanding and hanging with us as we had to postpone tonight's show twice, as I mentioned. His name is Joe Beckman. And since the very first moment I was introduced to him and his mission, I absolutely knew this was going to be a special, uplifting, and fun show. Uh, For the last 15-plus years, Joe has spoken in educational settings all over the world with one main mission, and that's to reclaim human connection. He started, he, he shared his, it's like this infectious energy and humor and passion. He shared it in over a thousand schools, and he's positively impacted over a million people worldwide. He has three awesome children of his own, too, and I love how he always gives mega credit to his beloved wife. Um, He also just recently penned his first book, uh, Just Look Up, that's making a big splash in the educational community. And, oh my gosh, I'm just so happy that he's here with us this evening. Welcome to On the Right Road, Joe. Paula, I am so excited that I could be here with you tonight. Oh, I'm just, (laughs) I'm over the moon. And, And, you know, we all need this, we all need this conversation so badly tonight about human connection. So I, I, I just always like to really um, help everyone listening really get to know my guest's heart. So I'd like to start with this question, just why is this whole topic of human connection so important to you? I mean, I can tell that it's really a calling and mission for you, right? Right. I mean, it is something that um, is near and dear to my heart personally as, as a dad, as a human uh, as a speaker, as somebody who goes into schools and works with students and with teachers, uh, what I've seen is that human connection is a need. And so, yes, it is uh, very near and dear to my heart. Oh, it's an absolute basic human need, I think. And and I think we'll get into that more as the show goes on. But with the way the world is now, with so much being online, we're all just crying out for that human connection and trying to figure out what to do. So, Something that really, really touched me right away in your absolutely extraordinary book, Just Look Up, and it's something that I can really relate to personally, is when you shared that you're wired to care deeply. And here's the question. Do you think we're all wired for different amounts of human connection, or do you think it's something that everyone needs in big portion? Well, I I think we all need connection. That is, you know, unequivocal and I think the, the, the amount of human connection that, that we need might, you know, vary upon person. I think the first thing that it's important to talk about is that human connection isn't necessarily physical touch. I think a lot of times those two right. get lumped in together. And so we think human connection has to be hugging or connecting or high-fiving or some sign of, you know, physical touch with another human being. But human connection oftentimes is just sitting in the same room with somebody else. It's writing a letter to somebody and telling them that you see them and that you love them and you're grateful for them. Human connection can be a FaceTime conversation that you have with a grandparent who lives in a different state. Um, And so it's almost kind of like sleep. Like, do we all need sleep? Absolutely. We all need sleep. And there's general a baseline uh, that we can all agree on. Seven, eight hours is probably the healthy amount of sleep. But for some of us, we can do okay on five or six hours or maybe even less. And for others, we need way more than eight hours in order for us to function uh, at our highest level. So in so many ways, yeah, I do believe it sort of depends on the person, but at the same time, same time, we all need 
this space line connection. And we need to feel, I think, at the end of the day, that we are seen, that we are contributing towards something bigger than ourselves, um, and that we are supported by people along the way. Those are our needs that we all need to have. I agree. It's like a basic need. And when it's not met, I mean, we're seeing what's happening in all of our lives when that need is not met. And what I find very hopeful is that some of the examples that you just shared were things that don't necessarily, where you don't have to be right in front of somebody face to face. We can figure out how to facilitate human connection in other ways, and we have to right now. So it's hopeful for me to hear you say that, Joe, and I think we all need to hear that. So related, um, we all know and can see that, you know, the mental health among our youth and, and in the middle of this pandemic, I believe among everyone is just suffering at levels that are beyond concerning. Um, and it really seems like technology and the time spent staring at a screen is one of the key factors for that. Are there other main factors that we, you know, as adults should be and educators and parents should be aware of with our kids? And, and to kind of piggyback onto that question, what mindset do we need to have to help our kids through this unprecedented time of tech-based learning and connection? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And they're great questions. And because um, and I think sometimes what ends up happening is we can lump technology and all screen time into the, into the screen time is bad category. And yeah. I don't think that's all necessarily true, and it's certainly not true when it comes to technology. Uh, I always say to people, if you've ever needed to get picked up at an airport, I think we would all understand that cell phones are awesome, right? It is made right. so much more efficient in so many ways. But at the end of the day, what we also know is that when we are on our screens and we are missing out on all the different things that surround us on a daily basis, we miss so much that is around us. And that, I think, um, on top of the fact that there's, in general, um, a systemic sort of thing going on in our society and has been for years, and that is we have formed, through technology, a lot of different what I call easy buttons. Right, and yes. life has never been more convenient than it's ever been before. If you if you ever want anything, you can get it shipped to you in two days or right. less. Right? right, and so life and the struggle that ultimately comes with life, oftentimes. Um, is getting sort of lost in these easy buttons. And I think one of the things that generally that we're sitting on right now beyond the technology is the fact that um, we are robbing kids of these moments of resiliency um, that yes. they could have throughout their daily sort of lives that um, you know, sort of gets missed in the easy buttons that we see. And that on top of the fact that we are missing the connection. So lack of resiliency and lack of connection kind of combined together is, uh, is a pretty tricky set of ingredients um, in this sort of mix. And I think both of them are sort of working together at the same time. Well, this is so crazy because right before the show started, Marcy, um, right Road Team member Marcy is sitting here helping behind the scenes, and we were talking about that exact same thing, how important it is for parents and educators not to make everything so easy for kids, not to spoon feed them because they have to learn that resiliency. And like you and I were talking about before the before the show, Joe, it's like, you know, there are there are opportunities right now because of the pandemic where we can teach some of these things in different ways that if we 
if we look at the long term, it's going to benefit, if we do it right, it's going to benefit our kids in ways that maybe wouldn't have happened had the pandemic not happened. Again, trying to find the silver lining, right? I'm not saying the pandemic is a blessing, but I'm saying how do we find blessings underneath it all? So now, Joe, I really, before too much time zooms by here, I got to jump right into the nuts and bolts, kind of the meat and potatoes of your book, because honestly, we could do a whole show on each one of what you call the five life-saving phrases every kid and human needs to hear. They all have to do with that wonderful word connection with ourselves and with each other. And as a starting point, uh, a key aspect of human connection is that we love and are connected to ourselves first. I think from there, we can really connect with others. So your life-saving phrase number one is love you. And you write in your book, and I'm going to quote, you're enough, you're worthy, simply because, because you're you, because you're here, that's it, that's the whole truth. And and you communicate that loving ourselves can be really tough, in big part because of the, the quote, not enough voice, or what you call the N-E voice. So first of all, Joe, could you briefly share with us what is the N-E voice? Yeah, the N-E voice is that voice that all of us have that speaks to us and oftentimes speaks to us more than we would like it to. Um, oftentimes it comes in different forms. Some of us woke up this morning and we looked in the mirror and the first thing we said is we don't look good enough, right? Or I see it with student athletes. They make an error on the field and they say, I'm not athletic enough. Or we get a few wrong on a test and we say, I'm not smart enough. Or we don't get invited to that party and we say we're not popular enough. And like an old school sort of cassette tape playing on loop over and over these messages, they, they sit in our brain and they filter down into our heart, and over time, that has an impact on not only how we treat ourselves, but an impact on how we treat others. Yes. So, so now that that's been defined, the not enough voice, how do we banish it from our heads, and how can we help our kids banish it from their heads? And I guess related, you know, can we ever expect or should we aim to completely banish it? Well, that's what I was going to first say, and I think that's the first step is that if banishing that voice becomes the goal, we will never, ever accomplish it. Uh, I think that voice is always going to live in our head, and I think in some ways, if we can accept that, and we can say almost thank you for it, because that voice in so many ways is trying to keep us safe. It's trying to keep us protected. It's trying, you know, as much as anything else, it's trying to avoid us from dealing with disappointment. And so if it can just keep us small, and if it can just keep us low, then guess what? Once we realize we're not as much as we think we are, right, then that's going to feel a little bit less uh, tricky to deal with. And so ultimately, if we can own those voices and say, hey, voice in my head that's trying to keep me small, I hear you. Uh, thanks. But you know what? I don't need you right now. I'm going to set you to the side. I think that's the point where we can start pushing past it. And so I think once the goal becomes not to banish it as much as it is to accept it and to quiet it, I think we can ultimately start, you know, speaking on top of it. And this idea of loving you, I think it's just so incredibly important that we remember that when we take control 
of those voices instead of those voices taking control over us, that's one of the best ways we can start loving ourselves more. So often, love you, this idea of self-care, we get caught up in this external of meditation or yoga or working out or going on a hike and all of those things are incredibly important. And at the same time, it doesn't matter if you hike 18 miles straight up a mountain, if at the end of the day, the not enough voices in your head are telling you you're not enough and you don't own them, instead they own you, um, all that other stuff's not going to matter and move the needle all that much. And so this is an incredibly important and essential aspect into the basis of the entire, you know, five phrases is love you. Oh, and I love that. And I, I love also the, the whole idea is that when we, what you said, quiet our own not enough you know, voices, we can truly help others. We can help our kids banish theirs. So if we're struggling, you know, first we have to deal with our own house, as they say, right? Um, Absolutely. So, so, and then your next life-changing phrase is, number two, is to push through. And you share in depth about something I think is so important for every single person on the planet to hear now more than ever and that's that we all face hardships and challenges. We all experience pain in big ways, some more than others, some more ongoing than others. But hardships and pain are common human experiences. And looking at this second phrase, push through, you write in your book, and again, I'm going to quote, pain can truly open doors and reveal a new set of dreams. What a profound and positive thought, Joe. Will you speak to that and share its amazing significance and what it means to you? Yeah, I, and I, th- I think it's really important to start off by not ever trying to sugarcoat the fact that pain is exactly that, pain, right? There are certain words that when you say them, they sort of sound exactly what they mean, pain. It just sounds like this gritty, painful word, and there's nothing that I would ever want to say that would ever say, you know, the thing that you um, are struggling with in your life or that thing that punched you in the mouth by life and has got you down to your knees and is making you question whatever it is that you're questioning, uh, I, I, I never want to feel like that is something that gets sugar. Like that, that hurts. Right. And right. that's hard, and that's overwhelming, and at the same time, that's also part of this human experience that we call life. And kind of going back to what we said earlier, so often we try to uh, move past that pain faster, I think, often than we, uh, we should, and we don't allow ourselves to grieve through it. Um, and so I think it's, again, it's owning that pain, understanding that it's real, not pushing past it, but also realizing that with this pain, it also oftentimes gives us a set of resilience that we didn't even know we had, right? Yes. And so it almost kind of cleans the slate and it gets us back down to kind of like where we can start. And so we can start seeing and resetting kind of where we are at in our life sometimes when pain strikes and we can shift and change how often Paul, I could probably ask you this, and I'm sure you would just in your life experiences be able to tell me how often has a painful moment brought you something different that was in some ways better or more profound or more phenomenal, whether it's, you know, something you've discovered about yourself or a relationship that you've had with somebody else. Sometimes pain is the ultimate teacher and the ultimate, uh, what's the revealer of so much good that's on the other side. 
Absolutely. And it's hard when you're in the middle of it, it's hard to understand that. But but if you look back through your life so often, that's where you grow. That's where you find the new door that you're supposed to go through that you never would have found before. You find, you find the strength you never knew you had. I love that, right. Joe. Well, now, now I, I'm zooming through here because I want to get through all of this. That you, it, you just cover so many amazing things in your book. And phrase three is, is also the title of the book, Just Look Up. I mean, it, it's one of your sayings, but again, it's the title of your book, so it seems like it's a phrase that holds deep meaning to you. What does it, just look up, mean? I'm going to start by sharing a quick story. When I was in first grade, I was able to go visit my favorite baseball team, which was the Minnesota Twins, and I loved baseball more than anything. I was 1987, <laughs> and my favorite Twins players were walking out of the dugout. We got field tickets, so we were able to see them in spring training in Florida. And I remember seeing Kent Herbeck, who was the first baseman, and I waved to him, and he didn't see me. And I thought, man, maybe I should yell a little bit louder. And I saw Gary Gaetti, the third baseman, and I said, Gary Gaetti, I'm a huge fan. And he actually looked at me, but then he just walked by me. And then I remember Aww. I saw my favorite player, which was our center fielder, and his name was Kirby Puckett. And Kirby Puckett made the best catches, he made the best throws, he had the most clutch hits, and I said, Kirby Puckett, Kirby Puckett, I actually said, Herbie Bucket, Herbie Bucket, because I couldn't say his name, I was only in first grade, and I had a lisp, and I said, Herbie Puckett, I'm your biggest fan, and Kirby Puckett, unlike Kent Herbeck, and unlike Gary Gaetti, and a few of the other players, he didn't walk by. Kirby Puckett got down on a knee, and he looked at me, and he said, what's your name, young man? And I told him my name was Joe, and he said, you love baseball? And I said, I love baseball. And for 30 seconds, he just talked to me. And at the end, he got a picture. He said, looked at my mom, and he said, would you like to get a picture with your little boy? And I said, of course. And so she got a picture with me and Kirby. Um, and I, I think about that moment. I'm 42 years old. That happened literally over 30 years ago, and I remember it like it happened 30 seconds ago. Right, And I think every day we have these opportunities as adults and humans as we walk yes. through this planet. And, and, and so often we overcomplicate what it's all about. And sometimes we can sum it up into three words. Just look up. Because those are the moments where we can see where our compassion and our kindness can be used. And so often it's as simple as a hello, a high five, getting down on one knee, having a human connection with somebody and just reminding them that you see them, that you know them, that you are for a split second trying to understand them. And so this phrase, um, I could get emotional talking about it. I think about that moment with Kirby, I get emotional talking about that, is pretty darn important to me. And I think it's something all of us can do in order to you know, better our world um, and to leave a stronger legacy behind. I love that so much. I've got chills because my son is, he's passionate about baseball too. So there's a, con- oh my gosh, this is amazing. So stay with I, me, I, Joe. I okay. I, I, your son on Facebook. He's awesome. He looks like an amazing young man, by the way. Oh, I, I, I am so blessed. Um, and not to get way off track here, Joe, because I, I just got a bazillion more questions for you. Yeah. Um, so stay with me. Okay. Um, he, but here is tonight's second on the right, right road uh, giveaway for y'all, teacher friends. And this one, Joe, is in your honor. Of course, you all know it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have 10 copies of Joe Beckman's awesome Just Look Up book. 
You guys, this book is a treasure. It's an absolute must read for all educators, parents, and upper age youth as well. So there will be 10 teacher recipients. I'm so excited about this. And each will receive one of Joe's amazing Just Look Up books. To enter, just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. It's going to pop up right at 30, you know, right on the half hour. So it isn't up yet, but right on 30. Hit refresh and it'll pop up. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. Remember to type tonight's code word CONNECTION as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaway because that officially enters you. And this giveaway will be open until just after the end of the show till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 10 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Huge thanks to Joe for donating five copies of his book and also thanks to DCH Subaru of Thousand Oaks for helping to make this giveaway possible as well. So, Joe, now I want to jump right in and the giveaway, I just noticed it's 30, you know, the half hour, so it should, the giveaway should be right up there for you, you guys, if you refresh your page. And so, Joe, I want to hop right into uh, phrase four now from your book, and that is fail on. I love this. You share in your book, and again, I'm going to quote, all of us have failed and will continue to fail in the future. The question for all of us isn't, will I fail, but will I choose to avoid it or will I embrace it? So first of all, Joe, what is the difference between fail on and no fail? Yeah, the difference between fail on and no fail is the choice we make after we fail. There is no... Again, there's, there's not up for debate. It's not like maybe I'll fail or maybe I'll right. get life perfect. It's right. nope, we are all going to fail. And then the choice becomes what do I do when it happens, right? And the no-fail mindset um, is the, the, the mindset that I think a lot of us get pounded into our head as a kid. Um, and that's uh, the mindset of if, if you don't have it figured out right now, you'll probably never have it figured out. So you might want to go look for something else because this isn't in your wheelhouse. Where the fail on mindset says, I might not have it figured out today, but that doesn't mean I'm never going to figure it out. And maybe this failure that I just had is actually uh, an on-ramp to success, and I maybe needed that on-ramp, otherwise I would have never been able to find that road to success or whatever it may be. And so it's, it's just a mindset shift of looking at the, the failures that are inevitably going to happen in life and asking yourself, is this, how could I find the good in this? How can I learn from it? How can I grow? Rather than how do I define myself by this? Because we should not be defining ourselves by who we are not and what our right. failures are. Well, and I love how you say when you really commit to a fail-on instead of a no-fail mindset, you're bound to eventually succeed. And that's pretty profound. I'm going to say that one more time. When you commit to a fail-on, pushing through, moving forward, instead of a no-fail mindset, you're bound to eventually succeed. That's powerful stuff to teach our kids. Right. So now, now here's the next one, the fifth one phrase, which is, I love this, it's yay toast. And it's all about yeah. keeping the joy of the little things in life alive, like like seeing toast pop out of a toaster when you're a toddler. Thus, where you got the phrase, yay toast, right, Joe, from seeing your toddler screech in excitement, you know, at the toast. Oh, my gosh. So, how can we, how can we, Joe, as adults, make sure to keep that joy and the little things alive in our hearts and souls, especially 
during times like now when we're all overwhelmed and exhausted because of the pandemic. And coupled with that, how can we help our kids keep that joy alive in their lives, especially as nothing is even close to normal for them right now either? Right. Well, I would say first, all of this is a practice. And like anything, let's golf or basketball or guitar or public speaking, the more you practice anything, the better you are going to get good at it. So the more you stop and slow down and notice the little things around you that used to bring your heart so much joy, the more you're going to feel the goodness that comes along with it. Um, but yes. to go back to your original question of how do we um, how do we see it a little bit more the little things that um, used to bring our hearts so much joy I think sometimes it starts by not seeing them as little at yes. all like these things that we say are little are actually pretty darn amazing let's start with you know making shapes out of clouds in the sky, which we all used to do, those clouds, they weigh millions of pounds. And I don't know if you knew this or not, but in a thunderstorm, a cloud can hold over one trillion pounds of water. That's not little, right? When you think about a kid jumping into a puddle and screaming, there's a lot of science and research that goes along with when you move and you splash and you smile and you laugh, there's all of these wonderful things that gets flooded in our body. Oxytocin, right? Serotonin, and that has a positive effect on us. And toast, don't get me started on toast, that toaster, (laughs) which you put that bread in, perfectly takes your toast, crystallizes the sugar on that bread at 315 degrees, right? So that when it pops up, it's crunchy and crispy and everything you want. And, you know, when I think about my two-year-old and how he used to cheer for the toast, and I look at him and go, dude, it's just toast. Maybe he was you know, more profound and brilliant than I'll never know. Maybe it's bigger than just a piece of toast, you know? And so I think once we see these little things as not so little, man, um, I think that's the start. Well, and you know, for generations and generations, everybody has always said, you know, the little things are really what life is all about. And they are. I mean, that's, you just like hit the nail on the head. Those things are the things that really, really matter when you get down to it. Those are the things that change our lives in such profound ways. Um, I love that, Joe. So how is your mission, your whole mission of human connection, really the thread through all of these five life-saving phrases that you focus on in your book and in your school presentations and that we've shared about here tonight? Yeah. Um, Again, I said earlier that connection, human connection is more than just physical touch, right? And so when you think through the five phrases, I think the different of different types of connection and love you sort of reminds me of connection to ourself um, and what we bring to the table, our values and, you know, our strengths and push through is about connection to pain and struggle, which is something that all of us are going to have to deal with in life. Just look up is connection with others. Fail on is connection with growth and being better tomorrow than we are today, which is a human need. And yay toast is all about connection and how, it's all, how all of it is connected, right? All these little things are yes. part of all these bigger things that ultimately is part of this human experience, right? And so when you take connection and you break them down into the different components 
and you just remind yourselves that we are humans on this planet having this human experience. You just take that human part and you add it to the connection part um, and you see how all of it sort of fits in with each other. Oh, this is like, this show tonight is just so crucial for all of us right now. I mean, here we are still in the middle of this unbelievable pandemic that's going on a year now. So, Joe, how in general can we keep the human connection at the forefront of our lives when in so many ways, we and you said it's not all about physical connection, but a lot of it is. So how do we keep this at the forefront of our lives and how can we, as parents and educators, really create a culture of and really support human connections in our schools, in our homes, and in our kids' lives? Because this is it. We've got to make a shift for our kids' sake, for all of our sake, but oh my gosh, I see so many kids hurting and just the suicide rate is skyrocketing. What do we do, Joe? How do we keep this in the forefront? Yeah, I, I think the first thing we have to do, especially in schools, is, is to stop seeing connection or social-emotional learning as something that gets done one day a week by a counselor that walks into a class and then that's their job and that's not my job as an educator or my job as a parent. This is all of our jobs. This is all of our responsibilities. This isn't for somebody who's got it all figured out and has the PhD because truth be told, nobody's got it figured out at this point. We are all figuring this out at the same time and we all said yes to this responsibility that is parenting, or if you're an educator, says it yes to the responsibility and the power that comes along with being there for kids. And so I see this as being something that, you know, we all need to say yes to, and we all need to plan, and we need to budget, and we need to communicate, and we need to talk about it, and we need to, you know, sort of say yes to it. And that might mean, you know, really sitting down with your kids and coming up with a plan. Like for us, um, and if any of your readers or your listeners, I should say, um, and maybe hopefully future readers of the book um, ever went to the book's website, um, they, we have a, an, like a little extras part of it. And um, we, have, uh, we call it our caveman screen plan. And it's just the beginning conversation that parents can have with their kids or even with their coworkers around what is our relationship with our technology? What are some yes. non-negotiables that we will not budge on? What are some sacred spaces that we say is only for us in human connection? No technology belongs in that space. And how can we together as humans, you know, create connections through technology? I think as parents, that is part of our job is to step into our kids' world and ask them how and what they are doing and what they are loving and be a part of that. Let them be the genius and us be the students. Um, and so there's, you know, for the short answer to the question is that it's, it's a part of all of our responsibilities. Um, but hopefully along the way, we can provide tools um, and we can provide conversations that, you know, sort of allow this to become, you know, normal and something that isn't like, hey, are you the only family that doesn't let their kid play Fortnite? And it's like, no, we can have this conversation without it feeling like it's like hush hush under the radar, right? Right. Well, and and I've always said, like when I go share the Right Road program in schools, I always 
incorporate self-esteem and character lessons into everything. It's building that, growing that human connection. And I and I say so often that when you do that, the the whole task of education beyond that becomes so much easier. And and I don't say that lightly. I'm saying that in quotes because the connection is there. And once you connect with somebody, there's an empowerment in terms of their learning and they're really listening and they're getting it. You know, their heart, their mind, their soul. Yes. Yes. I've always said that. Well, now, here's a related question, Joe, to everything we've been talking about. Uh, You know, in the information that you sent me right before the show, you shared that you have the single best way to spark a new connection or or deepen an existing one. What is that? Oh, there is, uh, well, first off, if you're an educator or a parent and you're looking to just put a smile on a kid's face um, and you're okay with leaning in to the silliness just a little bit, um, this isn't for everybody, but for 99% of the people out there, this four-word phrase generally works with every person. You look at them in the eyes, you, uh, you give them a high five, or if you are a social distancing, you can do a virtual high five, and you say, I love your face. And I don't know what it is about that <laughs> phrase, I love your face. I think it's like just the fact that it's equally as awkward as it is epic um, or something along that line that it just sort of works. Um, but another sort of technique that I've used over the years, if you're looking to make a connection with somebody and uh, you just want to you know, spark a conversation, it's a technique called the Ford Technique. And F stands for uh, family, O stands for occupation, R stands for recreation, and D stands for dream. And you could ask a question in any one of those categories, and generally speaking, the other person is going to be able to provide some sort of answer, which could spark some sort of follow-up answer, a conversation, and that can get the ball rolling right away. So family, occupation, recreation, and dream. And if you talk about those four subjects, because everybody has stories about their family and their work and the stuff they love to do and the places they've wanted to go, um, it can really be a nice way to, to start and deep in a conversation. Well, and I love like thinking about saying, I love your face. That might not be the phrase for everybody. It's like, find your, I love your face phrase for, for me. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. for me, it's, it's, it, it has always been telling kids you are special, not the entitlement kind of special, but you, you are special and you are loved just because you're you like, like you shared, you know, earlier, you're enough. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. So Joe, I want to make sure everybody knows how you know how to reach you and everything so what kind of you know presentation school presentations do you share you know are you now doing virtual school presentations because of the pandemic how can schools connect with you how can they get your book all that good stuff i want to make sure everybody knows absolutely um and the answer is yes uh we have had to pivot uh, we are pushing through this pandemic just like all of us and uh, figuring out how to, uh, uh, how to grow and spin and how we can serve schools. Um, and so we are still doing live events for schools that are in person, um, but many schools are asking us to do virtual events. Um, and so that looks a little different for staff in PD as it does for like student assemblies, but um, we can do both of those. So if schools are interested um, in either of those options, we can talk about the topics and we can uh, talk about what that would look like, but that's one option. And then another option that we're really excited about is called the Human Connection Hub. And the Human Connection Hub 
is a social-emotional learning video online platform. And basically, it's the Netflix for character education and social-emotional learning. Um, and it's just a, it's a place where we have all of our best content, follow-up lessons for students, for parents, and for, um, for teachers. And so if people are interested uh, in that, they can shoot me an email, um, or they can just check out our website. And uh, that would be a great place for them to start. And what's your website and what's your email, Joe? Yeah, the website that they can connect with me on is www.joebeckman.com. Um, and the email is pretty easy. It's just joe at joebeckman.com. Perfect. Well, and, and Joe, is there, you know, I, I always say I can't believe the hour zooms by so fast. But in just a minute or so, do you have a final message that you'd like to share this evening with all of our wonderful Right Road friends listening? Whatever's on your heart. Yeah, I, I would say first off, um, the, the people who have taken an hour out of their busy lives to listen to a program that enriches and empowers them and the practice and the work that they do, I just, I guess I want to say thanks. And I know that sounds trite, but I don't think um, we can hear that enough in this world. Um, I have a daughter who's in eighth grade uh, who suffers and struggles uh, with mental health and has, um, since she was in third grade, she's doing a lot better now. But I can say firsthand that part of her success or her, um, you know, pushing through has uh, less to do with uh, a doctor or a drug or a dad, and it has a lot more to do with the educators and the adults that have surrounded her in her life. And if you're an educator or if you are anybody um, who dedicates any of your time or energy into making the lives of kids better. I just want to let you know that sometimes you're going to know the kids that you make a deep and lifelong impact with, and sometimes you might not ever hear it. But as a parent and someone who just there, you know, cares deeply about young people, I, I hope that you know that the work you do matters and that the impact that you have goes deeper and further oftentimes than you will ever see. So, Thank you for saying yes to the highest honor and the highest responsibility any one of us can have. Thank you for, you know, passing civilization forward. I believe you have the most important job on this planet, and we need you today more than ever. Amen. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much, Joe. I mean, you're a rock star. You're just an amazing human being. And I, I, I'm, you, I'm so grateful. Oh my gosh! I, every second. I agree. You got I, well, I was going to say. I, I, I would say the right. I agree the, the same thing back to you. I, I feel oh. like you are really um, using your gifts and your energy to make an, an impact in this world. And I want to say thank you for um, for everything that you do. Oh, teamwork, right? I just I love this community. I love the whole Right Road family. I love that you've you've you know you're you're part of us forever, Joe. Just part of this whole amazing community, <laughs> and and I'm just I'm thrilled to have met you. And you guys, I want to make sure if you are if you would like to get Joe's book, and I cannot recommend this highly enough. You can purchase it very simply. From of course he shared his website before, but I've also found that if you go to justlookupbook.com, it's right there. Boom, grab it, grab it for teacher friends, grab it for parent friends, grab it for your own kids. 
um, you got to read this book, you guys. Um, and, and like I always want to make sure to do, I also want to give huge props and shout outs to our amazing On the Right Road sponsors, Right Road Kids, Right Road Productions, Nair, SeatSack, the Lithia and DCH car dealerships and their support companies, including DCH Lexus of Oxnard and DCH Subaru of Thousand Oaks, the Just Shop with Jackie Facebook group, Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team, and Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her extraordinary A Joy-Filled Life Book. Reminder, you guys, to mark your calendars for Sunday, March 7th. That's our next Live on the Right Road show date. That's only two weeks away, you guys, and I've already started planning it. I'm so excited. It's going to be another great show. And like as I always like to do, I, I like to close with a couple of nuggets from my heart that you can take with you into the week and into the rest of the school year. And tonight, my nuggets are relating to this whole topic of human connection. Um, number one. Revel in the boring. (laughs) You know, if I told you everything on top of the pandemic that has happened to me and my family over the last year or so, I I don't think you'd even believe me. Um, My beloved father-in-law passed away. As many of you know now, my dad passed away. One of my son's best friends went through cancer as a young teenager. A dear teacher of my son's passed away in her 40s. A classmate of my son just passed away due to COVID complications. My mom has terminal cancer, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. And and I'm not complaining. I, I have a very strong faith, and I know that everyone is going through so much right now. But one thing that I've learned through all of this is that when life gives you time that may seem boring, oh my gosh, revel in it, rest, catch your breath, Use the time to think about the joys and celebrate them. The little things like Joe and I talked about. Use the time to grow your talents. Use the time to thank those who have uplifted you in your life and let them know how much they mean to you. Say, I love you more. Use the time to really connect with yourself more. The boring is a blessing. You know, it might be in disguise, but it's a wonderful blessing. It makes room for you to refresh and grow and bloom. And nugget number two for tonight is be truthful and loving in all things. You know, I've, I've hemmed and hawed about sharing this nugget with you tonight, but I think what's on my heart to share is really important. So, uh, you know, here goes. Th- this is really hard for me to share. Related to my dad's passing, um, I'm having to deal with some people right now who are making life beyond difficult they, they manipulate, they lie, they hurt others, and it has been beyond difficult for my brother, sister, and me to deal with. Um, but something very special has been a result. You know, they, they say that you find out who you really are when difficult things happen, and through everything my brother, sister, and I are dealing with, I have never once, nor have they even felt the urge to do anything that wasn't right and true and integrity-based, even through everything that's being thrown our way. And that has made me feel really good. And it's made me realize, like Joe and I talked about tonight, that I'm stronger than I ever thought I could be. So no matter what anyone else says or does, don't let them take away your integrity and your goodness and your light and who you are. Even though it might seem a whole lot easier in the moment to blast someone right back who's hurting you. Just continue to be truthful and loving in all things. And the peace of doing that 
will cover you like a blanket of grace. And You know, both of my nuggets this evening are things that in turn help us grow human connection because the more in tune we are with our own true selves, the more we're able to connect in real ways with others, even during beyond difficult times like this unbelievable pandemic. And on that note, you guys, I just hope this hour has helped you feel a special connection with us and the whole Right Road family tonight and that all the information we shared together will be an ongoing blessing for you and all the of your beautiful connections with your kids and everyone in your life. And, you know, all that we've talked about is so important for us as adults, and then it's equally important that we use the information to help our kids grow real and wonderful human connections, too. And speaking of wonderful connections, you guys, as I promised, I have two more awesome On the Right Road giveaways for you this evening, one right now, and the bonus one is also coming up for you if you listen all the way to the end. Remember to check our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon, you guys, for the long list of recipients from all of tonight's pre-show and live broadcast giveaways. And if you're a recipient, please, please, please make sure to read the whole announcement post so you know how to respond to receive your gift, especially since we have to stay in home gift mailing mode right now. So this Facebook giveaway number three for tonight, of course, it's open to all educators in the U.S. listening to On the Right Road right now. I have 12 sets of positive message sticky note pads. I love these. They are seriously one of my new favorite things. You'll see in the giveaway picture, each set comes with all 12 of the colorful pads, and each pad has a different message, like you are a hard worker, you have improved so much, you will rock this test, you are important, and way to be a problem solver. I mean, what a great, simple way to connect in a positive way with your students or with anyone. So to enter... Just go to our Right Road Kids Facebook page right now as you're listening. Just follow those simple entry guidelines in the giveaway post. I'm going to check here. It's going to be up on our Right Road Kids Facebook page at 55 after the hour. So right at 55, hit refresh. And remember to include tonight's code word connection as part of your entry comment, even if you included it in tonight's earlier giveaways, you guys, because that officially enters you, okay? This one will be open until just after the end of the show, till 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 Eastern tonight. And we'll announce the 12 recipients on our Right Road Kids Facebook page this coming Tuesday afternoon. Tons and tons of thanks to Lori Stinas and her Keller Williams real estate team and to Mo Anderson on behalf of Keller Williams and her awesome A Joy-Filled Life book for helping to make this giveaway possible. Once again, you guys, gigantic thanks to Joe Beckman for being my awesome guest here on The Right Road tonight. Thank you to Marcy for her always amazing behind-the-scenes support. Thank you to my wonderful engineer, Aaron, and the whole Voice America team. And thank you all so very much for listening and being a part of the Right Road family. Blessings, love, and light to every single one of you. And if you listened all the way to the end here, you guys, here are the bonus gift opportunities that I promised. I have four $500 retail value Nair school supply gift packs and four 24-count gift sets of awesome seat sack supply pouches to give. So if you're listening... Just email me at, this is an email giveaway, email me at heypaula, that's H-E-Y Paula, at rightroadkids.org, that's H-E-Y Paula, at R-I-G-H-T-R-O-A-D-K-I-D-S dot org, put the phrase regaining human connection in the subject line, 
and in the body of the email, include your school, city, state, and the grade level you teach, okay? And if you do that, you'll be entered to receive one of the NAIR school supply gift packs or one of the seat sack pouch sets. Again, just email me at heypaula at rightroadkids.org. Put the phrase regaining human connection in the subject line and include your school, city, and state and the grade level you teach in the body of the email. Plus, if you have never received a Right Road gift before, from on, on the Right Road Radio Show, from our Right Road Kids Facebook page, uh, you know, as a response to one of our Right Road emails or any other Right Road Avenue, if you have never received any kind of Right Road gift before, just jot, I've never received a Right Road gift before as part of your email to me, and you receive a really cool school supply gift pack that we put together as kind of a special belated Valentine gift for you. Um, the never received Right Road gift before opportunity will be open until midnight tonight. So as soon as I post the link to tonight's show on our Right Road Kids Facebook page, in about a half hour after we wrap up here, you can share that opportunity and the link for this whole show with all of your teacher friends too, okay, you guys? And note that this episode, like I just said, will of course be available to listen to or download for free. I'll post the link, like I said, on our Right Road Kids Facebook page within about an hour after we wrap up here so you can listen to any parts of it you may have missed or if you'd like to download it or save it or share it. And watch for the click and listen giveaway for this episode coming up at some point in the near future. Even if you're listening now, you can still click and listen and enter that giving fun. And remember that the next live on the Right Road Show will be here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel on Sunday, March 7th. In between our live on the Right Road broadcasts, you can always connect with us on our Right Road Kids Facebook page and via our website at rightroadkids.org. You guys, always remember that you are special, appreciated, and loved. Until next time, Sunday, March 7th at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern, here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Be that daily, positive, bold, empowered inspiration for the kids in your life and live your best, most amazing life on the right road. Wishing you and your kids an amazing 2021 filled with wonderful human connection and everything else wonderful, too. I love you all so much. Thank you for listening to On the Right Road with your host, Paula Phillips. Connect with us anytime at www.rightroadkids.org or at Right Road Kids on Facebook. And we'll catch you again here every first and third Sunday of the month at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern on the Right Road. Right Road.